Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is your host, Soy, welcoming you to the fastest growing talk show online today where real topics are discussed each and every Saturday. I want to say good morning to my co-host who's on the line with me this morning in the studio. Good morning, Nevin. Good morning, good morning, Sister Soy. How you doing? How you doing? As I always say, I'm blessed and highly favored, making it happen. How are you? I, I feel good. I feel real good this morning, well-rested. always look forward to the weekend, you know what I'm saying. Uh, get it going, do something other than work, you You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is, is this like work to you, Nevin? <laughs> no, this feel like work. <laughs> this is fun. I look forward to this. Look forward to this opportunity to share some good stuff with folks. Uh, always real topic, and good interaction with my sister. So I'm good. I'm feeling good right now. Yeah, it's always an enlightening, it's always an enlightening conversation. Ain't nothing like something to feed the spirit and to feed the soul. <clears throat> Seems like I'm a little hoarse this morning, but we're going to be talking about the laws of karma this morning. Brother Nevin has this, has uh, pulled out uh, doing his uh, mighty research. He's pulled out the twelve laws of karma that he's going to go through uh, with us in a minute. But before doing so, I, I want to read our listeners the definition of karma. And it reads that it is the equivalent to Newton's law of every action must have a reaction. When we think, speak, or act, we initiate a force that will react accordingly. This returning force may be modified, changed, or suspended but most of all, people will not be able to eradicate it. This law of cause and effect is not punishment, but it is holy for the sake of education and learning. So while Nevin tells us the 12 laws of karma, we're going to sit back and listen and learn. Okay. The uh, 12 laws begins the first with the great law. As you sow, so shall you reap. It's also known as the law of, law of cause and effect. The law of creation, number two. Life doesn't just happen. It requires our participation. Law number three, the law of humility. What you refuse to accept will continue for you. Law number four, the law of growth. Wherever you go, there you are. For us to grow in spirit, it is we who must change, and not the people, places, or things around us. Law number five, the law of responsibility. Whenever there is something wrong in my life, there is something wrong in me. We mirror what surrounds us, and what surrounds us mirrors us. 
this is a universal truth. We must take responsibility for what is in our life. Law number six, the law of connection. Even if something we do seems inconsequential, it is very important that it gets done as everything in the universe is connected. Each step leads to the next step and so forth. Neither the beginning nor the end is more important than the other. They are all connected, your past, your present, and your future. Law number seven, the law of focus. You cannot think of two things at the same time. When our focus is on spiritual values, it is impossible for us to have lower thoughts, such as greed or anger. That's powerful. We're going to talk about that in a minute. That's very powerful. Law number eight, the law of giving and hospitality, another very good one. If you believe something to be true, then sometime in your life you will be called upon to demonstrate that particular truth. Here is where we put what we claim that we have learned into actual practice. Number nine, the law of here and now. Looking backward to examine what was, prevents us from being totally in the moment, here and now. Old thoughts, old patterns of behavior, old dreams prevent us from having new ones. Another very good one. Wow. Number 10, the law of change. History repeats itself until we learn the lessons that we need to change our path. Number 11, the law of patience and reward. All rewards require initial toil or some kind of work. Rewards of lasting value require patient and persistent toil. True joy follows doing what we're supposed to be doing and waiting for the reward to come in on its own time. Number 12, the law of significance and inspiration. You get back from something whatever you have put into it. The true value of something is a direct result of the energy and intent that is put into it. Every personal contribution is also a contribution to the whole. Lackluster contributions have no impact on the whole, nor do they work to diminish it. Loving contributions bring life to and inspire the whole. That's the 12 uh, bullet rundown, 12 points on the laws of karma, 12 laws of karma. So there's some very important ones that we're going to get into. What do you think about that story, that complete list as a whole? You know, I was listening to you, and I'm actually taking notes myself. And as I say, this this conversation that we have every Saturday is always a learning process for me as well. I learned so much and prior to us doing this show, prior to this moment right here, I kind of thought that they would all blend together. You know, they would all probably somehow overlap. But in listening to you and actually taking notes, you know, I, I feel differently now, and, and I'm listening to the 12 laws, and I'm pointing out, okay, this one applies to me. Okay, I've seen this here. I've seen this in my career. I've seen this in my friends. And I'm already anticipating on making a change in, in how I perceive how I perceive things. That law of number seven, the law of focus, 
Right. The law of focus. Let's let's reread that one. Okay. The law of focus. You cannot think of two things at the same time. This is this this is real deep. Folks, pay attention, please, because this is deep. When our focus is on spiritual values, it is impossible for us to have lower thoughts, such as greed or anger. I got to say that one more time. Forgive me, please. When our focus is on spiritual values, those values that belong and relate to God, it is impossible for us to have lower thoughts of greed and anger and everything else that's in that whole mixing bowl of negativity. Yeah. And you know what? With that being said, you don't even have to say much about that. I, I think it kind of speaks for for itself because when you are, when you are, it's almost like the fruit of the Spirit. When, when you're doing, you know, what he has deposited in you to do and it's in line with him, it's, it's, it's evident. It's evident to me that it's impossible for you to be greedy or, or to be angry when you're doing, you know, when you're supposed to be doing, you know, what he's allowed you to do. That that that's powerful. That that is very powerful, and and, and it'll make you, and it it should make people think that if you are having having thoughts of greed and anger, you need to re, you need to redirect your focus. Absolutely, amen. So you, if you're doing something for the money. And, and you bickering with somebody about the outcome of it, you, you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself, definitely. Amen. Amen. Wow. Now, number 12, the law of significance and, and inspiration. When I heard that, the first thing I thought about was relationships, careers, your job. Well, why don't you read that one to us again, Nevin? The law of significance and inspiration, it was the law number 12. You get back from something whatever you have put into it. The true value of something. Let's, let's get a playback on number 12. Uh, you say go back. The true value of something is a direct The result. law of significance and inspiration reads, you get back from something whatever you put into it. The true value of something is a direct result of energy and intent that is put into it. Every personal contribution is also a contribution to the whole. Lack, luster contributions have no impact on the whole, nor do they work to diminish it. Loving contributions bring life to and inspire the whole. So when I, when I heard that, the first thing that came to mind with me was our, our relationships. You know, you get in it what you, you get back from it what you put into it. So if you're in a relationship and, and it's non-productive for you, um, it's not loving, it's not nurturing, you may need to look at what you're putting into it. Because sometimes oh. we focus, right, sometimes we focus on, on things outside of our relationships as opposed to focusing directly into our relationships, like our, our marriages, uh, with our spouses, or, or even our kids. You know, if you're not satisfied with how your kids are behaving, you need to look at how you are, um, how you're disciplining them and, and how much time you're putting into monitoring their behavior, because that, that could be what you see. 
You know, and I, 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 thought about, I, I thought about that. Yep. I heard somebody say the other day they called into uh, some other show I was listening to. They said their relationship that they were tired of it because they were boring. First thing the uh, host said was, uh, "Are you a boring person? You know what I mean? There's some things you need to think about when you're getting negative output from any relationship that you're involved in, family or otherwise. You know, and you know any any situation that you're involved in, uh, you get more out of something definitely." You know, when you put more into it, when you have a positive outlook and you stay positive no matter what happens, you know, when your focus is positive, back to that law again, they kind of all are definitely, as the as as law states, nothing from the beginning or the end is more important, but it all ties in together to make that ultimate outcome. So being positive and focusing forward, you get that back, you know, number 12. And also with with your with your career, I'm thinking like if you're in a if you're in a career pattern and you feel like it's a dead end, you've been doing this job for so many years, you're bored, you're not inspired to do it. Uh, you need to look at if you're trying to get training, if you're trying to move up, you're not challenged, you're just going through the motions. So there again, if you're not depositing something into your career, you know, as in building. Then, then you, you will be stagnated in it, and so you will be discouraged. And there again, yep. logic get back what you what you put into it. Right, absolutely, absolutely. I um I really like number eight, the law of and giving eight. and the law of giving and hospitality. If you believe something to be true, then sometime in your life you will be called upon to demonstrate that particular truth. Here is where we put what we claim that we have learned into actual practice. You know, I'm a big proponent of blessing others as much as possible. We receive what we have so that we can give to others. It's not simply for our own benefit and own good. You understand? Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to be sharing that not only to make room for God to pour more into us, but we need to help other people. That's why we're here, so that they see his light. So at times, if your motivation in giving and doing things, that's going to be tested. And personally, it has been. And I really enjoy it because I know when he's working through me to share the realistic side of what life is really about, something as simple as just a kind deed or a kind word, when you have the option to do the opposite, trying to focus on, once again, focusing on spiritual things, it's impossible to be negative and angry and frustrated when you think about, I need to be doing something positive. So that, and give those vibes off that will help in turn what you get back, being a blessing to others because you've been blessed, being hospitably, uh, spiritually hospitably anyway, uh, hospitable to help us. I really like number eight. So when was the last time you you exercised that law of giving the hospitality? Actually yesterday, right at work, uh, kind of in a current situation, dealing with that as well every day on the job where I've been reaching out and, uh, you know, kind of been denied some things. And as I know it's for a point, you know, God is saying some things to me in that area. But, I'm also being tested because I was going through the motions at one point, just showing up. 
But then I, you know, I often have to check myself and come back to earth where, you know, yesterday I had to go above and beyond my normal call of duty where it was something that I didn't have to do. But once I got to doing it for a particular person, I enjoyed it right on the job. And, and I guess I could have walked away from it. But the better spiritual me, the spiritual man said, no, don't do that. You know, what? what's more important right now is that you help this individual and you have the power to do so and make it easier. Yes, they could do it for themselves, but you have been called to do something a little extra. And this is a, uh, a stepping stone on your path is what the spirit was saying to me. And that worked out. Always does, you know. I don't need to feel an immediate impact, and I'm learning that, and I'm growing in that. So, uh, that you know, I was able to definitely put that to use just yesterday, you know, and helping one of my residents uh, take care of some things that needed to be done before the close of business. And it was a, a trying day, but just one of those times when you are ready to cut loose and do your own thing. It's wait a minute, you know, you can be doing a little more right here. So. Something simple, but that's usually how it comes. Something very, very simple where you can make a decision to be another way or be be something that's not really in your heart or what you see in the world as a whole so negative. You have the power and the choice to be different. So I enjoyed the opportunity to take care of that, you know. You know, number nine, the law of here and now is one that I personally struggle with. And the law of here and now reads, looking backward to examine what was prevents us from being totally in the here and now. Old thoughts, old patterns of behavior, old dreams prevent us from having new ones. I think that I just recently, I'm being challenged with that law every day. And I'm being challenged with it because every day I have to change a lot of things that I didn't do before because of my, um, it's no secret, but that I'm a cancer survivor and every day I struggle with staying in remission. Therefore, I, I'm electing to take conventional medicine and I'm trying to naturally uh, heal my body. And so uh, I'm doing these herbs, um, I'm trying to stay in the rhythm of exercising daily and watching my diet and all that kind of thing. So every day it's a challenge uh, for me to um, learn these new new behaviors because, you know, I've never really had any medical issues. No, never had no weight issues. I've been lucky in that area. So I never really had to focus on exercise and diet. I pretty much just did what I wanted to do. So every day I'm challenged with with that. Every day I'm I'm being challenged with that and, and, you know, looking backwards to examine what was. And, and sometimes it's quite fearful because, you know, what, what we did yesterday sometimes is comforting to us because that's what we know. And so when we have to constantly try and change our, ourselves, you know, it, it can be challenging. So every day I, I struggle with that. Mm. And I think what I usually do is put up reminders, like in my bedroom or in my bathroom, to remind me of where I'm supposed to be physically, emotionally, until I get there. You know, sometimes we're struggling with, with things and you put a sign up, you know, be positive, don't don't procrastinate. So I generally put stuff up, you know, around me, and it, and it tends to work because it's a constant reminder of what I shouldn't do. And I think I'm going to put that law up and see how I can work towards that. But that's a, that's a, that's a good one for me. You know, that's a powerful way to realize 
things that we're working on and, and goals that we want to attain is, is not only visualizing them mentally, but to be able to physically see them. Like, as you said, just writing things down, and it helps you to uh, come to terms with things that you focus on, and it eventually becomes uh, a part of your daily routine, not only in thought, but definitely indeed. You know, whatever you're working towards, you, you know, write it out. I don't care what it is. Uh, personal goals, uh, family goals, spiritual goals, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish and do, writing things down, put some right in your face. And I like that method. I, I, I do the same thing. I, um, I put them by my clock or my calendar. And, and right in the area where I focus on all the time is being at my computer doing work. So I put things up that help me to focus and, and, and stay on point. So it's powerful. That works. It definitely works. Um, absolutely, absolutely, and, and this is a very this is a very transparent show. You know, we're we're human just like you are. We we are just trying to utilize the gifts that God has given us to be a blessing to other people's lives. And so we we have challenges just like you, and, and we hope that um, being on this show every week will inspire someone to make a change in, in, in their life for the better and, and and to reconnect spiritually with God. So be be empowered. Be empowered. Number ten, Nevin, the law of change. Now, when I saw that, when I thought, okay, that that's common. <laughs> I see yeah. that all the time. And what it yep. is is it reads: history repeats itself until we learn the lessons that we need to change our path. How many times have we been talking to friends and they keep complaining about the same old thing? You know, Thought of 
okay, uh, it's a new it's a new job coming up. I'm apply. You don't even apply. You don't let nobody know you're interested, and then you complain about how you don't like your job. You know what I'm saying? You want to be um, you want a better relationship, but you don't. But you know you you're not coming outside the house. Would you think he's gonna knock on the door? And, right, and, and right. Open the door. He's gonna propose, or, or she just gonna be there? Oh, we don't. Right. We're not even, you complaining, but you're not putting yourself where you need to be to make these things happen. So you just, right, that is insanity. Insanity. I used to have a, um, a friend that used to complain about um, her relationship. And, uh, I mean, for years and years and years she would complain about her relationship. And it was always pretty much the, the, the same old thing, the same old thing. And I would think, like, how are you going to get into a better relationship if you have not begun to change your path, you know? So yeah. that that one right there is, like I said, it, it has the shortest um, description under it, but it is the most common it, to me, it appears to be. Mm-hmm. What the, I was thinking of a scripture that talked about the very first law, number one, in reference to, you read what you sow. You had something on that, I believe. Yeah, I, I researched the um, the Bible and found uh, to find how karma. You know, we 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 look at it in the laws of um, in the in the laws of the universe, um, but we do see that it applies spiritually. And I did find uh, two references. Um, there is more, but I did find two that I wanted to share. Um, which the first one is in Galatians 6 and 7, which reads, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A person reaps what he sows. Again, that's Galatians 6 and 7. The other one uh, comes from Matthew 7 and 12, which says, All things whatsoever you do, I'm sorry, all things whatsoever you would that men should do to you, do even so unto them, for this is the law and the prophets. That's, again, Matthew 7 and 12. So I just wanted to share with, with our listeners that karma is not only a, a universal law, it's also a spiritual law, and it is in Scripture. Amen. You know, it's always good to back that up, Nevin, you know. Absolutely. That's where it really comes from, the source of all life and good things, every perfect gift and perfect present. So we want to constantly focus on being positive, being progressive in our lives, and always being a seeking to be a blessing, even in the smallest ways, bettering ourselves as people so that we can benefit others. When we do that, we make more room in ourselves for God to pour more into us. You know, some people sit back and wonder why they aren't being blessed, why things aren't happening for them, why you can't find what you want. Well, you need to put out. You have a little more output on the positive side. They focus on positive energy going forward and uh, have a better life as a result. We want to uh, thank everybody for listening, and we encourage you always to tune in with us every Saturday on Coffee Talk as we discuss powerful, inspiring topics that will help you live a positive life, powerful life. Thank you for listening. Y'all out there have a blessed weekend. 
yourself. Thank you.